Greetings fellow tech seekers, Sean from Silicon Theory here, and this is a Silicon Theory radio station on Anchor.fm. So I wanted to give a rundown of the 2018 keynote from Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, and there was a lot that was announced, but I want to focus really on what I think are the top three features, software features, that were announced at WWDC. As I said, there's a whole host of stuff that could fall into this category, but I think there are three pretty clear game changers that came out of the keynote, so I want to spend a little bit of time talking about them. Number one is grouped notifications for iOS. If anyone uses an iPhone or has used an iPhone in the past, I think you would all agree that notifications are a very significant pain point for most users. The current structure of basically just notification vomit on the lock screen and on the notification shade is just disgusting. And maybe four or five years ago when people weren't getting as many notifications as they are now, It was a system that could have worked or in theory could have worked, but clearly Android has had a much better solution for handling bundling notifications for a very long time and iOS finally is catching up. So the notifications will now be grouped by app and sorted by stacks of cards or virtual stacks of cards. It's actually kind of an interesting and very clean looking interface. How well it will work in practice remains to be seen, but Quite honestly, anything is better than the notification solution that iOS had previously. So this was, I'm sure, very, very, very significant news for the vast majority of iOS users and those who receive multiple notifications from apps like Twitter and Instagram and email and text messages every single day. You can now have a much easier and hopefully much simpler way of managing those notifications. The number two most important thing that came out of the keynote was FaceTime group calling with support for up to, wait for it, 32 participants. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't even think I know 32 people, so using the full extent of that feature is going to be completely ludicrous for me. But the end result is is that I'm pretty sure that FaceTime is one of the most, if not the most, commonly used video calling app. And so the fact that Apple now can support basically what amounts to a house party style video chat conference room is something that I think that a lot of people and a lot of families in particular will take advantage of. It's very difficult nowadays to stay connected with our loved ones and, you know, Facebook ain't what it used to be. So if you really want to reach out and touch someone and have that live interaction, you can now do so provided that they are all iOS or macOS users and can basically get the whole family together in a chat room and start talking. The, again, theory of this is a great idea. Now, the practice of it may be something different and may certainly depend on most end users' bandwidth, but the end result is, once again, Apple has found a problem, a pain point for people, and taken steps to provide a solution. Now, this will also very likely do bad, bad things to the existing group calling video chat apps that are already out there for iOS. Uh, House Party is one, is one that I mentioned, but there are many others, and uh, having a native solution is all always a better option, at least in my opinion, for using these kinds of things. And now Apple has one to give you. The third thing, which actually may end up being the most important thing, but for right now, it's kind of a TBD, but it definitely deserves inclusion on this list, easy for me to say, is what will amount to Apple providing Mac OS support for iOS apps. So initially during the keynote, they announced that things like voice notes and home were going to be coming to Mac OS, but it was later revealed that 
the way that this is happening is they are beginning the process of porting iOS apps or making iOS apps able to be ported to macOS, which, while the Mac App Store was recently redesigned and looks a lot worse in my opinion, uh, the App Store climate for macOS has not been nearly as robust as iOS for obvious reasons. Apple sells tens of millions of iPhones every quarter and not nearly that many Macs and other Mac-related devices, so everything from the Mac Mini and the Mac Pro to the iMac to the iMac Pro to the MacBook to the MacBook Pro, all of them run Mac OS and previously did not have full access or full support of any apps in the iOS store. The developers would have to develop an app for iOS and then they'd have to develop a completely separate app for Mac OS. That's a lot of work and not a lot of developers are going to put a lot of time and effort into it when they can just develop an app for iOS and make a bunch of money off it. So the real positive outcome of this is that macOS and iOS may not be merging as some initially speculated during the event, but the good news is is that macOS should become a much more, much more robust and much more fully fleshed out platform for app developers, and that's really the end game here, is to make it as easy for developers to produce quality apps for macOS as it is for iOS, and once they can do that, or if they can develop once and publish twice, you now have the opportunity to have multiple different revenue streams for the developer and multiple different avenues for people to see your content if you're a content consumer. That's pretty much the deal. Now, those were the top three things for me that came out of the WWDC 2018 keynote, but there's lots more. You can head on over to silicontheory.com. We have our recap uh, post up on the site there. It gives a quick rundown of some of the major announcements and I've highlighted some of the other important announcements in red and I've also linked to a couple of articles from The Verge which had both video and some additional explanation on the iOS and other OS coverage. So check that out and let us know if you have any questions. Leave them in the comments. We appreciate you listening and remember as always you can find us at SiliconTheory.com. Follow us on social we are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can check out our YouTube feed over at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory. Thanks again for listening, and remember, as always, we will talk tech soon.